Hello and welcome to another episode of MCMC. This is your MCMC. Today we're honored to have a guest, our very own Christopher Brandon Honeyman. Let's go ahead and shout out. What's going on, y'all? This is Christopher Brandon Honeyman here with MCMC. Definitely very happy to be here. Happy to have you. Definitely glad to have you. So, on this episode, we're going to kind of get into what this channel is really going to be about, which is just talking music. Uh, there's so much that we get from music as far as how it inspires us, as far as uh, what moves us, what makes us happy. And so, just like to hear that from our guests and also kind of dig deep into music itself. And so, I'm going to do, if you don't mind, is just ask a couple of questions, kind of get your taste on what you like, what inspires you, what kind of music uh, helps you get through the day. So to start off, tell me, B, honey, if you don't mind me calling you that. I don't mind you calling me that, that's fine. All right. So what's your favorite genre of music? Um, I am a, a true... R&B lover. I am R&B from the early 1960s to current. I'm very much in that genre. I dabble a little bit in pop and uh, hip-hop, but I'm R&B to the day I die. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You've always been R&B? Always, man. I uh, remember always being in the car with my parents and that was all that was on the cassettes, man. It was R&B, you know? And on the radio, that's what we listened to. Like, when I was in the uh, fourth grade, when I got a good report card, I asked for a uh, four-disc CD box set of Stevie Wonder's Greatest Hits. Really? So, from a, yeah, from a youngin', I was always on R&B, so. Fourth grade? Fourth grade. The only four-year-old that ever asked for that. I'm probably the only, probably the only one that ever asked for that, and that's what I want. You all still have it? Yeah. I got all the greatest hits of Stevie Wonder. From from fingertips all the way to that stuff he was doing at the end. That was when he got older. Nobody just, knows what that Yeah, nobody cared about that, man. It was just bad. But, I mean, I still wanted it, you know, because that's what I liked, you know. Had a vibe about it, so, yeah. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, who's your favorite musician? Is it Stevie Wonder or? Um, I'll definitely put Stevie... Uh, up there as one of my tops um yeah he just he just he's so multi-talented so i probably would um put stevie as probably my favorite but you know i'm i'm in love with sade with yeah with the sweetest taboo that taboo that sweetest taboo man that's probably one of the best orchestrated songs i've heard i mean i'm Patti LaBelle, yeah. you know, Gladys Knight, like some real good singers and just put a lot of soul into it. Marvin, you know, just a lot of the icons that really helped us to get to where we at now. And so a lot of the R&B singers I hear now have a little bit of their flavor and I think that's what, what sticks me into them now. Yeah. The newer guys. So. Oh yeah, yeah, you can get me talking all day about Marvin Gaye. Yeah, 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 Marvin is the one, man. He's the yeah. one. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what's your favorite work from uh, from Stevie? That's your favorite. From artist? Stevie, I literally have um, it's this one song he did called "Hey Love." It's like a very old, older song that he did. Very short. It's only like two minutes and like thirty seconds, but it's like it's just one song called "Hey Love." It was like just an amazing like ballad, and um. You know, he really just kind of set set the precedence for a lot of stuff that way, just showing his versatility. And, you know, I really like that by Stevie Wonder. But I guess I could say his, my greatest album, or greatest body of work is the, um, see, I'm not really familiar with the albums because I'm used to just like compilations of all his best work. But mm-hmm. um, it was one that had uh, Sir Duke, Superstition, um, all those be- all those good um, like hits that Stevie Wonder had, and I'm just like, I was always in love with that because I had so many of the the pieces that I really liked by Stevie Wonder, and um, you know, with those, I continue to just 
helped me to transcend to see what other deeper cuts he had because those were his hits in that compilation but mm-hmm. um when it comes to like one body of work i can't really put one because i listen to all of them and all of them really like have a piece of my heart so i can't really can't really put one one down as yeah. the best you know what I'm saying yeah. you're probably talking about the uh, key of life probably yeah yeah key of life you know what yeah I will give you key of life that's the one that is the one key of life I had too many pieces that you couldn't just you couldn't refute you know probably not one song that you would let go but I think another body of work that was also really good was um, I think it was called Hotter Than July that's the one that had um, Rocket Love a lot of those ones like that, oh, so, man. you know. You yeah. actually did a, a little spinoff, a little take Yeah, on yeah, yeah. I did the album back in 2012, and we did, um, I had my, my brother Colin do um, just like a spinoff of Rocket Love, because it was such an, you know, it was just such a inspirational song, and, you know, we kind of added our own lyrics to it, but, um, you know, the same premise, because it's still just like a, you know, a, a song that'll always be eternal, you know, it'll yeah. never die out, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you can't beat the classics. No, never, never. Can't beat the classics. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely at the lookout for that. And next time I'm in the record store, man, mm-hmm. add that to the collection. So, say you are, uh, you're driving down the road, you head into where you got to go. What you got playing in the car? Right now, currently, I got this artist called Sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is. He's so dope, man. man. Yeah. November. Yeah, November, man. Yes, yes, sir. All, yes, sir. All puns intended. <laughs> all puns intended. Nah, man. I've been. It's been on repeat probably the past past week or so. Um. Um. He has a pretty good premise in a lot of the songs, but like his the second half of the album, it's only about eleven songs, but from like song six to eleven, he's got this song called War. Yeah. This song called Better, this song called Dreaming of Me, this song called Summer in November. Like those last few songs yeah. are the ones that really like I just they just remind me of all the old artists, but it's just with new a new kick to what's going on with nowadays. So I'm really loving I'm really loving Sir right now. Yeah, man, Sir is cool, Sir is cool. Currently, uh believe he's signed to T D E. T D E man, T D E's got some good artists, man. Yeah, man, he's actually uh he's going on tour with T D E and Kendrick Lamar, SZA, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. SZA, another one, man. I'm in love with SZA. Like, yeah. just like I just love her body of work as well. Like, you know, just those artists. You know what I'm saying? She's another female songstress that I think like just takes us to another level. You know, helps the helps the youth. You know, kind of go back to the roots of where R&B music really like. Yeah, I like I, I like the samples she throws on. Yeah. Um, she uh, she's got a Justin Timberlake sample. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. That was crazy when I when I found out that's that's where that sample was from. That JT one. Yeah, that, um, yeah. On, time, yeah. I believe that's the weekend. Um, the the weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, her producer even said uh, how uh, he he kind of produced that track and. Just kind of threw it up and says it just came through with the alley oop. Hey man, dump that joint. Sometimes when you throw up, what's fine, you get dimes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> hey, that's smooth, it's, man. I like uh, that. Nah, Scissor, she's another one. She reminds me of like, you know, like a Gladys or like a Patty. You know what I'm saying? Of the day, and it's all like just current issues. You know what I'm saying? Weekend, Patty and 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 Gladys weren't talking about, you know, messing with a dude on the weekend, but. <laughs> You know, those are just current issues of what we going through nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, Scissor's the one right now. I really like Scissor. But between those two, I'm definitely listening to Sir right now. Yeah. And Scissor as well, both on repeat. Yes, sir, man. That's a good ride right there. Mm-hmm. So tell me, what about music inspires you? I just like the um, with certain bodies of music where they can be personal with being, or at the same time being impersonal. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't know exactly what this artist is talking about or who this artist is talking about specifically, but you can tell by the feeling of what they're saying that they're being as personal as they can be and expressing like such a true story without at the same time saying the person's 
name specifically or saying a person's whereabouts, but you know, it transcends to so many different people and so many different artists. So like even this one, like I'm talking about Sir, he has this song called um, um, Summer in November. And yeah. you know, I mean, I know exactly who he's talking about, but I feel like I know somebody who I feel the same way about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in fact, um, what I understand, you've you've wrote some music yourself, haven't you? Yeah, um, I've done a few pieces uh, back in the day. Um, you know, a few years back, kind of slowed down as of recent. But you know, that's the thing about music. Sometimes you just get inspired by something, and you get you get forced to write. Almost your creativity forces you to write. I haven't had anything in the works recently. Yeah. But um, I do have some things archived that are always always in the works to be explored again but music is all through my veins you know what I'm saying yeah tell me who who or what inspired you to write oh man uh, <laughs> all of my all of my deep cuts have always been about girls that I've been with um, a lot of ex-girls a lot of girls I never got to be with that I wanted to be with a lot of girls that I was in relationships with and you know they did me wrong or at the opposite I did them wrong and um, like I said, girls that I, could, I always strive to be with but never could. Um, and, you know, that stirs up a lot of emotion. And that's when I think the realest songs are made, the ones with the most emotion. And, yeah, I've definitely had, you know, plenty of stories like that. So, yeah, you know, that's where I think a lot of minds come from. But also at the same time, like, you know, when it comes to tracks that are like a little bit more upbeat, um, that comes from just the feeling of what the beat gives you. And then, you know, you visualize a moment that's very important or that fits with the beat. And yeah. That's how it comes. So tell me in the uh, in the mind of an artist, what uh, what helps you to, to write, you know? Oh, man. Um, just uh, solidarity, I think, you know. Sometimes you just need, like, you know, that, that time alone and just, you know, to be alone with your thoughts and, you know, a glass of wine. <laughs> it'll help you uh, re re Any, anything in particular oh yeah we on that jam jar that jam, jam jar from South Africa you know what I'm saying it's yes, a sweet sir. rice you know but sometimes a little bit of uh, liquid courage liquid inspiration brings out the inspiration you know what I'm saying so yeah sometimes I think that mixed with um, heavy emotion you know I always I often wrote my best songs with a glass of wine and right after speaking to the person who I <laughs> who I just had the inter interaction with so that's raw right yeah, there. yeah and I that's... think that's how some of the, the the rawest stuff comes out so you know when you got something that pushes you to be a little bit more courageous and then at the same time have emotion emotion on top I feel like that's the E equals MC squared type of formula that brings you know brings a lot of things into to fruition so yeah. yeah, so so, uh, and I know you said it's been a while since you, you know, written and done any uh, new body of work. But mm -hmm. when you were, you know, uh, with you kind of having that raw emotion, did you feel like uh, real comfortable with your listeners kind of hearing that with you, or did it, you know, take some time to kind of get to that level? Or? Um, often what I would do, I would just um, after recording. Um, you know, expel some of my music to people who I knew would understand the story and, the, and you know, the explicitness of who it was dealing with because they would know the story. But then, you know, when I ventured out and maybe performed the song in um, other public arenas, um, just seeing how they took on to the, um, to the song, you know, that's what helped me to be able to write a little bit more, you know, in that same genre. So, like, for example, I would write a song that a few of my friends may know the girl that I was dealing with, you know, and they took it well. And then I would go maybe to an open mic or to a, a poetry slam or something like that and perform the song and see how the crowd reacts to it. And if they can feel it at the same time, then, you know, that, that's a good reaction to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I would often do that just to get a feel of how the crowd feels too. Because at the end of the day, you know, you can, you can write stuff and think that people are feeling it, but really if they're not, if you're being too personal and so specific, you know, not a lot of people are going to get what you're talking about. And at the end of the day, music is about touching people, you know, without touching them.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I know what you mean. You know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite bodies of work is uh, Midnight Marauders by a tribe called Quest. Yeah. And you know, the the uh, in one of the uh, interludes, they talk about uh, how the name of the album kind of came about, and how most people uh, listen to music at midnight, mm-hmm. and the uh, the word morale uh, means to loot. So basically, uh, Midnight Marauders was this uh, kind of like midnight edition of music, and they're basically they're looting your ears uh, with their music. And so uh, being able to kind of reach and, you know, touch a person, um, you know, touch their heart, touch their mind, inspire, you know, other people to uh, to write, inspire other people to just feel, yeah. you know, to feel, you know, relate. You know, that definitely uh, helps us uh, kind of get through it, you know, in that's tough crazy, times I mean, and good times. And that's a crazy feeling um, as an artist. Yeah. You know, when you have somebody react to your music and they let you know, like, I'm feeling the same exact way yeah. that you are. And it's like, I'm not saying a name. I'm not describing their features. I'm just saying that, you know, this is how I feel about this person and this situation is going on with me. And they're like, man, I feel same exact way it's the same exact thing that happened to me and like you can have a connection you know without tangibles you know what I'm saying it's like all through how you speak or how you relate something and that same scenario can be going on with somebody else and it's just another way like you said music can connect us you know through situations and you know the way you relay your words and yeah exactly exactly. is important you know know, and I always enjoy you know seeing uh, being able to go out and and see an artist live, you know, yeah, kind of yeah, perform yeah, that yeah. work, kind of, you know, see the emotion, um, you know, just from their face, from that performance, you know, mm-hmm. you can tell, uh, especially nowadays with so many people getting their songs written for them, mm-hmm. but you can tell, you know, uh, when uh, it's an original or when it's a ghostwriter, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, definitely when you see that person kind of put that spin that you don't really get on the recorded, mm-hmm. you know, on the no, tape. Man. Like I, I had an experience where um Yeah, know, tell me about this man. Tell me uh tell me, is this a concert or you know? Nah, this was actually in the studio. Oh yeah? Um, one of my one of my kinda one of my last songs I've recorded in the past few years. Um one of the most emotional songs I wrote was was done in one take. Yeah. Yeah, no no dubs, no nothing, just one take Drake. One take Drake, dude. <laughs> like I literally was like Went to my, to my, uh, my producer, um, Top Secret, and I said, "Yo, um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta lay this down." Cause me at the time, me and my, me and my brother were working on a, on an album, but yeah. I mean, I said, "Man, I got this track. I need to lay down like right now." And this was like fresh after the experience happened with me and the person I was with. Yeah. And you know, I said, you know, I wrote the song, like right after the person. So I'll give you a little backstory. So one of the songs I wrote, um, it was about a girl I had been in a relationship with. Yeah. And, you know, we had broken up, but it was one of those things where, you know, we still had feelings for each other and I thought things were going to go back. But, um, you know, she ended up telling me face to face, you know, like a woman that, mm-hmm. you know, she was with somebody else. And at the time I was I wasn't ready for that news. Right. And she told me in the middle of the night, you know, she came to the house and told me. And then I just, like, stomped off and was like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And, you know, I wrote the song right then and there. Probably, like, probably less than 10 minutes wrote the song out. Boom. Everything. I wrote it as a poem initially. Yeah. And then I had this um, sample that my producer had given to me, um, Juju from Top Secret. Yeah. Um. You know, we heard his stuff on uh, on Wale's stuff. Yeah, yeah, he did. He had some just recently. Yeah, just recently. Wale, the effortless right? joint. Yeah, yeah, effortless, right? Yeah, yeah. If anyone, uh, you know, if anyone knows Wale, man, this is uh, definitely a special project from him yeah. that just came out. You know, just kind of like a, a nice free, free flow of like poetry and, and and rhythm and you know, effortless is definitely you know yeah. one of those tracks. So if you get a chance, definitely check that out. Yeah, so that's my that's one of my other producers. He he produced um, 
my brother and I's first album. Um, yeah. And so Juju, that's Juju from Top Secret. So he had this beat, he had laying around, it was called Blind Date. Mm-hmm. And um, so we just had it sitting around and I've been playing around with this sample. Um, what is this, the lyrics from Patti LaBelle's um, If Only You Knew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So I've been playing around with singing it and singing it and I never had anything to fit in as a verse or, you know, and then, like I said, it all rushed and happened at the same time when, you know, this girl kind of broke the news down to me that she was with somebody else. And, you know, it all just came out like, 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 like vomit, like, yeah. like it just all came out and everything was c- coming together piece by piece. Yeah. And then that hook that I had been sitting on for such a long time, it made so much sense right at the right moment. Yeah. And simple that for us or? Yeah, I mean, it was just like, um, if only you knew how much I do, I do love you, and if only you knew how much I do, I do love you. So I always had that hook, hey. but I never had pieces to fit with it. Yeah. And so I just came off the top with, and you know, hit me with a ton of bricks when she told me to skinny. I guess that's just how it goes when you're dealing with pretty, light-skinned young girls. It can always be tricky. Feel like I got an empty stomach and I'm chugging some henny. Okay. But like you know, that was like how it kind of started because it's like she hit me with this news. I wasn't ready for it, and it felt like you know sometimes when you going out with your peoples and you take you know a shot of that brown and you're not ready for it you ain't eat nothing yet and that joint just throw you off yeah and this came off the top or came off off bucks right off the top nice no and writing nothing no just writing that was just like man that's just how like I was that. feeling yeah that's why I was like got an empty stomach and I'm chugging some penny and I was like got my nerves all bad feeling all mad listening to certain songs got me feeling all sad yeah yeah, but I'm gonna keep it thugger thugger. Keep up, keep my, pull my heart out to my mother. Keep my emotions to myself, like I'm an undercover lover. So it was just like all coming together, boom, 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 stack, stack, stack. Yeah. And then you know I finish off the ver- I finish off the verse. You know I hope a mother know I know she'll be pissed off, so damaged, totally caught me off guard. And I was like the 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 kicker, the the, the hook was I told you I wasn't ready. What I needed was time. I see all these girls around, but you stuck on my mind. I wanted to give you something that would glitter and shine. You said you would always love me. I don't feel it this time. Wow. And so that's when, if only you knew. That all came together right then and there. Yeah, nice way to throw her in there. Yeah. Right there. yeah so it all, it all transcended. Huh? Yeah. Little Patty, like I said. So like I always listen to these classics and like, you ain't had like a patty cake or anything like that. No, I had no patty cake make a shake. I ain't had no, uh, <laughs> I ain't had no sweet potato pie. <laughs> like nah, but it just all like, patty needed to be in that one right nah, there. No, hashtag patty was uh, like, <laughs> shout out I'm to sure patty. she appreciates if she Yeah, if she listening. But, if um, she listening. Uh, <laughs> that'd be nice, that'd you know? Be, that'd be great, right? Yeah. But um yeah, it all came together and like I said, once it was you know, it was it was burning up in my heart to kinda of let it out and you know, once I got the opportunity, going in the studio with Top, yeah, um, um, and then got to lay it down. It was literally one take, boom, boom, boom. No ad libs, no doubles, no, no nothing. He sent it back to me, and then I kind of divvied it out to a few of my friends, and they were like, "Yo," they were sending it out to their friends. I even sent it to the girl that I wrote it about. She sent it out to her friends. That's like, crazy, yo. That's crazy. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? So it's like, and then when I got opportunities to perform it. You know, I had such a great crowd reaction. You know, I would go to places where, you know, no one even knew who I was. Right. And, you know, no one even knew anything about me, but they would still vibe to the to the, to the feeling of it or the message of it. And it went pretty far. So, yeah, that's how I did my stuff. Man. Yeah. So I know you said uh, you haven't really, uh, you know, done any or anything recently. Nah, man. I, I haven't, haven't been like. Anywhere, but <laughs> I haven't. You think you. Uh, you think you get back into it or? Yeah, man. Like I said, it's, it's always sometimes you know you just need to be lost in your own thoughts some days and. Yeah. You know, I think if I just took the time just to to get lost in my thoughts, I could definitely have something that would, um, you know, touch 
touch a few people and yeah. you know grab some people together. But that's really right now, you know. Yeah. I've been doing. I've been working, doing a few covers with a band um, called Soul Connection, in, local in the area in DC. Mm-hmm. And we've just been doing covers, but really nothing too serious. Just um, kind of messing around, but I'm um, kind of just working on my forte when it comes to um, understanding the musicology of, of putting together live music and stuff like that. But nothing too serious as of right now. But you know, if you if anybody's gonna be the first to want first to know, it'll be MCMC. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Let it have that exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be exclusive. Absolutely. Right on the podcast, yes, right? sir. Feature your uh, track on here, too. Straight yeah. up, straight up. Yeah, yeah. That'll be Absolutely. Up. Absolutely. So, you know, I've uh, I've always wanted to write uh, music myself, and I just could never find a way to kind of put my thoughts onto paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, you know, trying to get it to rhyme and stuff like that. Just kind of giving it too much thought. Mm-hmm. You know, so what would you... Uh, say or what kind of advice would you have to any you know inspiring you know artists people that you know want to kind of get the emotions out there what, what would you uh, suggest that they do what kind of advice would you have for um like you said sometimes it's, it's too much you got going on in your mind just do a brain dump you know um a brain dump a brain dump like journaling just journaling yeah just letting it all out all the emotions you have together and um just putting that all in one sheet and then uh, what you do is just break it up. You know, what are you going to talk about first? You got to pick a piece that you're going to talk about first. Yeah. Um, so say you got, you know, you just got a lot of thoughts going in and out of your mind. But um, you start, you know, because there's always three verses to a song. Yeah. You know, you stick with, you know, the first part is going to be about how you love the girl. You know, the second part is going to be about, you know, what parts you thought you could fix. Right. Third part is going to be about, you know, what was the solution at the end. Um, so you gotta look at it like almost like school, you know. You got like, a BCR. For you it. got a BCR ECR. <laughs> uh, you got an MLA format it. <laughs> but uh, now nah, you gotta look at it like structure because music still has its own structure to it. Um, and when you look at it in that format, you know it kind of helps you to to formulate your ideas um, into a certain format, especially with with R and B if you're sticking in that genre because R and B has a format and. You know, like another set of artists that I really love is um, uh, the Isley Brothers. Um, yeah. Isley has definitely been like... Oh, yeah. Definitely, man. Premier group. Um, I was listening to some of their greatest love songs. Um, Hello, It's Me. Yeah. Um, you know, that one helps you like to really see like, you know, how, how to structure a song. You know what I'm saying? A lot of ballads being made. There's another one that's like probably one of the greatest songs ever written by the Isley Brothers called um, Sensuality. Okay. Um, you know, kind of one of the deeper cuts that's like truly a ballad that's just yeah. very perfectly or- orchestrated and very perfectly written lyrics-wise. Yeah, um, I feel you. I love, um, you know, Voyage, Voyage to Atlantis. Voyage to Atlantis, yeah. That is like one of my favorite Isley Brothers songs of like all time. See, you that's, know, I'm a huge... Uh, Guitar, I mean to cut you off. I'm, yeah. uh, you know, I'm a huge uh, guitar fan, so that kind of that yeah, that opening one riff the right there just riffs, catches man. you like that, man. So like, yeah. Man, so like, you know, taking taking notes from them, how they do it, because you know what I often do um, with a lot of music is like even with Sir, like my favorite song that he has on his album uh, currently is um, Summer in November. Yeah. And there'll be times where I literally just listen to the same song over and over again to really understand the premise of it. Like the same thing with Voyage to Atlantis. Like Voyage to Atlantis is not that's not something you often say. Right. You know, oh I'm taking a voyage to Atlantis or yeah. summer in November. You know, like what does that all mean? Right. Like, you gotta understand that the artist put so much thought into that title. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. it probably was a brain dump. It didn't all just come together like that. Right. Um you know, sometimes sometimes things happen like that, but like Right. It takes a lot of time when it comes to that, but it's a brain dump. Everything is just thrown in on paper and then sorted around and organized. So tell me, what what do you think about today's music? You know, and what's kind of being released now? Today's music is it's in a weird state, um, yeah. but I'm but I'm liking the way it's going though. Like we were at at one time with music where it was just like what it was all these gimmicky, yeah. you know, what was going to get you the most likes on Instagram or what was going to get you the most followers or this, this, and that. But I feel like we're really getting to the point with the music where it's really like getting to, you know, some real 
music, you know. Uh, what was the guy's name? Chris McKinley? Chris, yeah, Chris McClinney. McClinney. Chris McClinney, oh, yes, man. sir. Yes, if you get a chance, please check out Chris McClinney. Um, you know, he's he's a beast. He's awesome. Um, you know, piano, you know, just throwing the tracks down. And I really like how, like, I feel like 2016, 2017 especially, like, was the, this R&B comeback, yes. you know, kind of dating back to, like, what you get like late, like mid late nineties, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with this this style that's kind of coming back in music and it's grabbing a lot of people's attention and making a lot of money too. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, it yeah, definitely yeah. is. You know, people are loving that. You know, you got your your Daniel Caesars, yep. you know, Xavier Omar. You know, you got people that put interesting twist on stuff. You got like Shmino. Yeah. You know, he's really cool. I like the twist that he kind of puts on his music. You know, he kind of raps in a way that. You know, it's a little unconventional, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's definitely a flow that you can listen to, that you can kind of ride out to, you know. You got uh, Division, yeah. you know, so many, you know, people, Maja Jordan, like, just kind of putting out this, like, soulful, kind of, like, new, yeah. like, R&B, you know, that's, that's uh, you know, they say, all, you know, they say history repeats itself, and mm-hmm. it's definitely happening, you know, right now with R&B music, and it's definitely a good thing. You yeah, know? I think it also has its own pocket. So, like, you know, even 30 years from now, you know, when we look back at music, you know, you know, it'll still, it'll be correlated to the same of, you know, our, our Marvins and our Stevies, but it'll still have its own different sound to it, still have its own different flavor to it. Like, you know, when I listen to it, I don't, like, I don't think of, I think of Marvin, but at the same time, like, no, these, these people are getting their own name. Division's getting his own name, you know. Right. Shmino's getting his own piece about himself, you know. Daniel Caesar's getting his own his own flavor, yeah. you know. But they're mixing, they're mixing genres of both R&B, but then they're getting, like, a little bit of bluegrass in there. They're getting a little bit of country, a little bit of pop with their stuff. Yeah, they're getting yeah. a little bit of A little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it's really... It's really giving us almost a new genre when it comes to it. So I really, I really like it. Like I was listening to a little bit of um, uh, Frank Ocean earlier. Yeah, you know, everybody yeah. loves Frank. So absolutely. I just uh, I got a, uh, I got his uh, Channel Orange uh, album, but I got the live oh, version. Yeah. So oh. I just ordered that. So that oh, should be coming great. in. So you gotta definitely come here and check that one out, man. Definitely, might have to definitely feature that one too. I'm, from what I've heard, it's I've heard a lot of good reviews on it. Okay. Um, I've even heard people say like this is one of the best live uh, pieces that they've ever heard. So. And I really love Channel Orange. So hearing it live, I'm, man, I'm I know I'm sure I'll, I'm sure to love it. So I'll definitely come to the studio to hear that. Man. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man, definitely. You know, and uh, you know it's definitely nice. Being able to see kind of a resurrection of of good music, you know, yeah, kind of coming back, and you know, one thing I regret is not being able to see, you know, Frank on tours or see him in person, man. Cause I hear he gives a real good live show. I love to, you know, but um, you know, speaking about concerts, uh, you know, I know you've been to a couple concerts yourself. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, like, what was one of your favorite concerts that you've ever been to? Um. I've been to a few, but one that I went to a few years back still resonates with me today. Yeah. Um, I went to see D'Angelo live. Oh, man, that must have been real nice. Vanguard, yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Right here in the area, in the city. So, uh, D'Angelo, man, you know, taking it back to the 2000s, early 90s, I mean, late 90s. Like yeah. Neo Soul Inventor, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He really set a precedence for, like, what a performance was supposed to be. A live performance, and I really just like took so many notes in the sense of like, you know, what emotion really needs to be given to the crowd when it comes to making a performance. Man, D'Angelo really like set the precedence for that because I mean, even to this day, I mean, I've seen a lot of other performers, but when it comes to live and really just giving your all and like sweating your clothes out, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, having having instruments, you know, that you've never seen before, and, right. you know what I'm saying, musicians who are 
or experts, you know what I'm saying, truly giving their all as well. Like, yeah. And there's always, you know, a difference in the, the type of show that you see, you know, between seeing just an artist, you know, and I, I'm not, you know, trying to discredit them at all, mm-hmm. but, you know, you have an artist and then you have a musician, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have, you know, musician artists, yeah. those who, you know, play instruments, but they also sing, yeah. you know, as well. Um, which is, you know, a lot of people kind of doing it now, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a rare feat, uh, you know, to see someone do that both very, very well, you know what I mean? Um, and, and definitely D'Angelo is, you know, a prime example of that. You know, Chris McClinney as well, um, you know, he's a good example of being able to do that. And it's kind of like, you know, going back to those early days where you had no choice, you yeah, know? You had to be an instrument, yeah. you had to use instruments, you know yeah, I mean, you know, you had no choice. You go, you know, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, yeah. and, you know, these these people, you know, they had to, uh, you know, they had to play and sing, you know, <laughs> which is not, it's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not an easy thing to do, you know. And, you know, um, you know, but you, you still, you know, you can't discredit, you know, those uh, vocally uh, gifted, vocally uh, talented and what they do. Um, for example, uh, Luther Vandross. Yeah, you know, you'll never replace him. You never. Yeah, you can't you can't discredit him at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, this man could you know sing you to sleep. Yeah. You know, Sade. You yeah. know, another another you know great artist. You mm-hmm. know, um, that just you know her voice is an instrument. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and being able to 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 use that, and I think that's why you know you have to give them their credit because. I mean, that's the truth, you know, your, your voice is, a, is definitely a musical uh, instrument, you know, um, and, and how you, you, you play it, how you, how you use it, um, you know, can definitely in, influence, uh, you know, almost <laughs> like a whole new genre, you mm-hmm. know, for real, if, if yeah. you know, if you're, if you're good enough, so, you know, it's definitely uh, a great thing to see now. Artists being able not only to use their voice but to also play instruments, and so if you could play, you know, any instrument, what what would what would would that be? I mean, definitely be the the piano, man. Like uh, the piano gives you so many different variations of keys, and you know, it helps to um, you know train your voice in so many different ways. But I feel like the piano is such the it's like the foundation. The grand standard of it all, the you know? The grand standard of it all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, you can, if you can get funky on the keys, if you can just play something melodic on the keys, like, it can take you a long way in any genre, you know, in any, in any field of music. And I feel like that um, that is the, the foundation. That's one of the founding father instruments that helps us to, to, to make some of the hits that we make, to make all the hits that we make, really, honestly. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm a... I'm a huge fan of the guitar, mm-hmm. um, and I play it myself, and uh, definitely, you know, influenced by so many different artists, so many different genres of music. You know, you can do just so much with with the guitar and and how you play it, from acoustic to electric to bass. You know, and and, and kind of just reaching out to all different, you know, genres. And so, um, you know, in fact. Um, you know what, what we what we're doing on this show now is kind of uh, letting our guests select a, uh, a record out of the collection, the small collection that I have here, um, and we're gonna kind of just let that flow uh, on the podcast and let our listeners enjoy it. And uh, one reason I wanted to do this is uh, because vinyl uh, is that analog. Um, you know, recording yeah. of an artist, and so uh, what's nice about it is it's it's pure. Yeah. You know, it's it's pure uh, music. There's no you know digital conversion. You know, nothing's being taken out. You know, you don't miss anything when you when you when you're playing it on vinyl. You know, those wavelength, those are all you know recorded, and you hit everything. You don't you don't miss a thing. You know, and it has this kind of nostalgia about it. And so we definitely we would definitely want to share that uh, with our listeners and so uh, earlier I had you pick out uh, a, a piece 
from out of the collection. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience, audi- audience what you got there. Yeah, we picked uh, one of Marvin Gaye's albums called Hear My Dear. Oh, and man, that's a classic. That's yeah, a classic. man, I remember you um, you recommended this one for me. And, um, you know, like I said, this is one of those inspirational albums. It's one that's not as well known by, by Marvin. Yeah. But, um, it's, I think it's one of those albums where, like, he put... It's not what's going on, but you know. Yeah, it's not what's going on, of course. But I feel like this is one of those that he put a lot of uh, a lot of heart and soul into this one. And yeah, absolutely. You know, is, is there any uh, reason why this one kind of, you know, caught you? I can think of maybe a couple. You know, especially kind of the theme, you know, of it, which was you know he's going through, you know, a divorce and, you know, having uh, all these legal battles and. Mm. and stuff like that you know so you could you can definitely hear you know that raw emotion mm-hmm. uh on that on that record um you know and especially you know it kind of talks about uh when you get married you know you make a vow yeah. uh to love each other till death and uh you know you break that vow it's like you're lying to god so it's like mm-hmm. you know it's very deep you know to hear that and so i'm real glad that you chose um this election just to get you know get it straight you know when I recommended it this was a while back that wasn't today you know this is your selection this is what you wanted to listen to yeah um and so that's exactly what we're gonna do uh we're gonna play the first side of the record um so everybody enjoy this is uh Marvin Gaye's here my dear Dedicated to you Although perhaps I may not Be happy This is what you want So I've conceded I would make you happy There's a lot of truth in it baby Regrets, baby. Things didn't have to be the way that it was, baby. You don't have the right to use a son of mine. Keep me in line. One thing I can't do without is the Here it is. I hope you enjoy. Reminisce. Be happy. Think about the kisses, the joy. But there were those other moments too. The times that were cloudy and gray. taught me that was life may love ever possess you may peace come into your life Just about blue my mind 
You know, when you say your marriage vows, they're supposed to be for real, I mean. If you think back about what you really said, you know, about honor and loving and obeying until death, do us part, you know. But it shouldn't be that way, it should 
It should it shouldn't be lies because though it turns out to be lies. If you don't honor what you said, you'd lie to God. The words should be changed.
by Marvin Gaye. We're happy to have you here, B Honey. Kind of share with us yeah. your musical influences. Is anybody that you uh, currently want our listeners to to check out? You know, any hidden gems, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, for sure, you gotta jump, definitely check out Sir uh, S I R. Um, of course, Childish Gambino. Hey. Um, um, anything else? Scissors, uh, Control, and um, another hidden gem, probably by uh, Stevie Wonder. Um, you definitely gotta try it out. Um, Hotter than July. Um, it's definitely a good gem. Um, Patty LaBelle's got a few good things. Sade. Um, but those are just a few things that I'm listening to currently. Um, I want to shout out uh, just the family, um, you know, everybody in the DMV area. Um, um, your boy on Instagram, CB Honeyman. Um, but yeah, thank you, MCMC, for having me here on your podcast, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you for coming through to the studio. We hope to have you back here again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Whenever the invite is presented, I will be here. Absolutely. This is MCMC signing off.